You're listening to Season 2 of fit to be Radio, a production of fit to be Studio, which specializes in home workouts and e-courses online for those dealing with diastasis recti. Our goal this season is to connect the dots between fitness and other psychosocial dimensions of wellness. So hey, strap on your sneakers and take us for a walk while we talk, or just grab your favorite drink and get on the floor and stretch while you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to fit to be Radio. My name is Chris, and today I am not going to host this episode of fit to be radio actually i've got beth here she's the founder of fit to be studio as always she's on this podcast bringing it beth style and she's actually going to in uh, interview one of our amazing amazing um actually i think you're a contributor too but amazing uh um users latoya edwards of fit to be and they're just going to talk about fitness and fit to be and all kinds of cool stuff so i think i'm just going to exit let you guys hang out and that's going to be the absolute most engaging show um but i'm excited actually real quick before i take off latoya where are you coming from i am in tampa bay florida tampa bay florida look at that beth is in is in washington and i'm in oregon we're a multi-state zoom call here we are like we are using the internet. We're using the mm-hmm. internet, which is fun, super fun. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, I'm gonna leave Latoya. I'm gonna leave you in the capable hands of Beth Learn. She is. She's founded a digital fitness platform that goes to like 40 countries. So I'm certain that she can completely handle this <laughs> podcast all on her own. Um, but I'm Something gonna listen to you in the background and and kind of hang out. And um, but it's good to meet you virtually. So. Um, I know that what you got, you guys are going to talk about today is going to be fantastic. So I will see you guys later, and you guys can just hang out, and I know it's going to be amazing. Okay. All right. Bye, Chris. See ya. <laughs> so I, it always cracks me up when he says users, because it's like we're a drug. Hey, they are users. That's like what you call them in Techland. Okay. Yeah, Techland. Oh yeah. See <laughs> good he all pops back in hey um i would love to be in florida right now it is raining again here oh we had some sun it rains here too like it was shaking the windows last night the storm was so bad so okay never mind i don't want to be there yeah typical florida weather it's nice from like 7 to 7 15 then it's really hot until like 2 and then the storm rolls in oh interesting well you know i would take that here it's really nice for some of July and August, and then it rains. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. The- <laughs> well, we're in hurricane season, so July first to oh. November first is hurricane season. So that's why we get. You all can the, keep that. All the rain. I'll let you keep that. <laughs> yeah, you can have the hurricanes. I don't want those. No thanks. Well, Latoya, yes, you are a contributor to Fit to Be. You donated a lesson to our proactive perimenopause course for all you listeners. If you are between the ages of 35 and well, anything older than that, and you are a female with female parts, (laughs) you need to go check out our proactive perimenopause course because it will help you prepare for menopause and, and get through it out all the garbage that everybody thinks is normal. 
because it's not actually normal. Like a lot of other things they tell us women, it's not normal to pee your pants after you have kids. Um, it's treatable. It is actually not normal to have constant hot flashes. It's treatable. Not normal to have constant brain fog. It's treatable. I could go on and on. Just go get the proactive perimenopause course. It's included in premium membership. Anyways, Latoya donated a lovely uh, lesson in that course about our spiritual health, because that is part of who we are as humans. We all have um, a side to us that is not just physical. And that side of us needs tending to, and she dealt with it in such a delicate way that I believe appeals to pretty much everybody, which, which was not an easy job. Um, but she did great. And Loya is a member, which is how I like to refer to them, not users <laughs> of fit to be uh, Latoya, how did you first find fit to be? I am pretty sure that I found you in one of the very first ultimate bundle things, like back ah. when they first got started long, long time ago. Yes. And I think yes. you had I a course or something in there. Part of the first one. So maybe it was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it might've been. I, I think we, we gave out like a month or two free or something like that in that first bundle. And that really helped us out as a small business. I think that was actually a huge turning point for us because we reached a lot of people that we wouldn't have ordinarily. So that was awesome. Um, you've been a member then for a long time. So what's, what's kept you around? I'm curious. Tell um, me. So I, I'm not, I always told myself that I didn't like exercise. I don't like exercise. Like that's just not my thing. Um, and I know why I thought that. I, I was like, why do I have that thought? It's because in high school, I did like all-star cheerleading for a season and the punishment for messing up was laps. And so mm -hmm. exercise became punishment in my mind. And I never got over that mindset 20 something years later. <laughs> it's taken me that long to figure that out. But after I had son number two, um, he was my biggest baby. He was like 11 pounds. Uh, my Oof. midwife weighed. Yes, my midwife weighed him three times just to be sure. It was funny. <laughs> She's like, "Am I reading this right?" She did. Like she weighed him, and then she put him down, and then she got the spare scale out and weighed him, and then she put him down, and then she had my mom hold the scale to weigh him. She was like, "Nope, eleven pounds." He was a really big baby. Um, and because he was my second kid, I was nursing two kids for a time. And like with my first son, like I got back into my pants two weeks later, it was fine. Second son, yeah, not so much. Body was holding on to whatever it needed while I was nursing two babies. And I thought, hmm, I should do something about this. I don't feel comfortable in my skin. And so I found fit to be after that. But I was very inconsistent with it for a really long time because I was always teeny tiny. And I was like, I shouldn't have to work really hard to be teeny tiny. And that worked fine when I was, you know, 24. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had the same thought. I'm like, how come my body doesn't work the same way at age 43 as it did when I was 25? Come on. Exactly. This is dumb. So I got <laughs> really serious about fit to be, um, gosh, in the last like three years or so. Okay. And it's kind of when I was like, oh, I kind of do, maybe I like this exercise thing, possibly, maybe. I'll try it. Uh -huh. It could be fun. Um, and then just having kid number 
four and I was like, okay, like I'm tired of the back pain. I'm tired of everybody asking me if I'm pregnant every time I leave the house. And like, we really shouldn't be asking people that anyway. <laughs> That's a whole other mm-hmm. conversation. You know, Amen. Like, you know, I'm like, I just, I don't like how I feel. I don't like how my clothes fit. And so I just was like, I'm going to really get serious about taking care of me. Cause like, I want to be healthy and strong for me. Like my joke is I want right. to be stronger than my teenagers. I was like, I'm going to win in an arm wrestle match. Like you just, just watch. That's like my goal is to beat my 16 year in arm wrestling. Um, but yeah, I finally got serious about it. Um, but yeah, I was, I was commenting in the group just, I think it was yesterday that I didn't realize how much mental work you have to do. Um, mm-hmm. when you decide to kind of like, I'm going to be fit. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be strong, but there's the physical part. But there's also, it's a big mental game. Yes, it is. And it's, I wish I could say that you only have to play that mental game once, but you don't like every time my body throws me a curveball, there's a new bit of mental growth that has to happen. And it, you're right. It is like I just said earlier, we are so much more than just our physical bodies and it's not just a plug and play formula. It's not just exercise every day and eat really, really healthy. And you will look like a supermodel <laughs> um, because life because you get consistent for a week or two and then something happens Yep. and you end up living on Taco Bell and exercising twice a week. And (laughs) we've all, we've all had seasons like that. If you haven't, we cannot be friends. Go away. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, What are your favorite workouts right now on fit to be? Oh goodness. So I think my most favorite workouts are the weightlifting. I've done 101 and 201 which is surprising for me to say that because I've always been allergic to weights and exercise, but those are my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, What else? So I finally dipped my toe into the color series. Um, Really? Finally. I know people are like worried about those. They're like, I don't know what those are. Okay. Wait, tell me, tell me what kept you. I wasn't worried about it. I just was trying, like I was going through all the other things that I just never got to it. Like I knew they were there, okay. but I already had a list of things that I was trying to work through. Um, and so I just didn't get to it. But I think maybe two weeks ago, you had posted like the recommended workout was like orange orbits or something. And so yeah. I did it and I was like, dude, I've been missing out. So I went through all the orange, yeah. all the blue, all the red. That's <laughs> like, so cool. Like these are awesome. Good. Um, so yeah. Yeah, people, then, people are kind of worried about those sometimes. I've had some people like, well, like, is it, is it just really like mojo woo woo? And I'm like, no, it's, it's just a color theme. Like I got crazy and dyed my hair colors to match and like played around with the set and played around with themes. Yeah. No, I just, I had a long list of, I want to try all of these. And finally I was like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate one day a week to trying a color (laughs) because like I wanted to try them. So they're awesome. And then I like the, the Tabata style, which I know we were talking about in the group recently too. The tone and full, like all of those, <laughs> I really like too. Yeah, there was that thread where somebody's like, I love these and I, I really wish Beth, and there was like four or five people chiming in about all yes. wanting more Tabata. And I finally piped in and I'm like, fine, yes, I'll please. film more Tabata. Gosh. <laughs> please and thank you. <laughs> yes, I will. It's such a fun framework. Tabata, for those of you who don't know, is um, a type of exercising where you um, do the same exercise eight times in a row for 20 seconds on 10 seconds off. 
So you end up going for a total of four minutes and then you take a minute break. Then you change exercises and you do that exercise eight times in a row, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. So for a total of four minutes and then you take another minute break and then you change exercises. And for some reason, it just really helps my brain get through things sometimes. I And I can do anything for 20 seconds, right? Yeah. So that has made fitness really approachable for a lot of people. What routines you like? Oh, goodness. I don't know. Like I tried the kickboxing one. That was fun. Mm. Um, so that you'll laugh if you remember. I don't like the kettlebell exercises. I discovered I don't like kettlebell. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while. I didn't like them at first either. Um, and I really do teach them really especially when you get to um, silver bells and uh, blue bells. So those are those like there's not a lot of swinging in those. There's a little bit yeah. in silver bells because most of the time when people think of kettlebells, they think of like I'm swinging this gigantic weight around and it's it's like you see people swinging it right into their crotch and you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't like that swinging I, motion. Yeah. Deadlifts, I don't mind. Like if I can use it like a dumbbell, like I was like, I like that. Right. Like, I don't like the swinging thing. I also have small people that like to be, you know, like in my back pocket when I'm trying to exercise. Mm -hmm. So there's always that fear of clunking somebody in the head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. exercise with you, mommy. I'm like, that's great. But stand in your space over there. Not so close. Yeah. Or we're going to spend the rest of the day at the hospital. Yeah. I don't want to do that. And I'll have a hard time explaining that to the nurse. How did your son get a concussion? Um, well, I swung a kettlebell at his head. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that doesn't go over very well. No, I'm sure it doesn't. Well, my two-year-old, like anytime that my legs are open, he likes to crawl under like it's a bridge. But that oh, yes. doesn't work when you're trying to swing the kettlebell. No. And, they, and kids really have no sense of mom is propelling a 15-pound object made out of iron through the air. So maybe I shouldn't head in the same direction as yeah, that object. Been. No, he was saved by a big brother that happened to come around the corner right as I was swinging the thing and picked him up Ooh. out of the way to safety. Um, so. Yeah, I'd say that's a legitimate reason to stay yeah. away from kettlebells for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I validate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, um, what would you say are some of your biggest barriers oh, goodness. to exercise in general? Um, so I fear. I... Um, so on top of having DR, I struggle with adrenal fatigue. It's kind of a little okay. parting gift as I got out of an abusive situation. Oh. Hi, I was just talking about you. Oh. <laughs> um, and so I was really afraid to exercise because for two years when I was really extreme adrenal fatigue, I couldn't exercise. They were like, no, like yeah. I was, I think 75 pounds. Like I was not healthy. I was not well. And so any kind of exercise was off the table. Right. And so getting back into it, you know, it's hard to figure out because I didn't know what I could do and what I couldn't do or how long I could do things. And so I was always worried about throwing myself back into adrenal fatigue. Hmm? And you, yes. <laughs> so that was a, that was a concern of not only am I trying to be mindful of my core and am I breathing right and not aggravating that, but it's like, am I going to kick myself? back into yeah. adrenal fatigue and I did a few times just as I've been trying to figure it out and it was like okay like I can't I can't afford to not be able to function for a week 
because right. I'm having an adrenal flare um, because I was working out too much. So those were like my biggest things. And then just not knowing what to do. Like I was like, I have no idea what, like, do I stretch? Do I not stretch? Like, do I have to run? Mm -hmm. I don't like to run. And so just having no idea what to do, no idea where to start and no examples. Like there's not really fitness minded people in my family. So I didn't see that growing up. Like my dad did, but he was in the military. He didn't have a choice. Um, right. Yeah. And then, yeah. You got to run. Right. So then when he got out, he never exercised again. Um, and so I didn't really have a good example. Yeah. Never. I didn't have those examples of what that looked like um, growing up. And especially as a busy mama, as a single mama, that's homeschooling, running a business. Like, how do you fit that in? And like, yeah. I've gotta, I have to go to the gym, but that's too much time. And so I really was lost and confused and trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. um, Cause like I tried, like I joined the Y because one of my boys was doing weight training. And I was like, well, if I'm here waiting for him, I might as well exercise too. And so like, I walked into the weight room and I was like, somebody help me. Like, I don't, what, what's all this and that? And yeah, we're not going to do that. So I was like, I'll try a class. And so Zumba was fun, but Zumba kicked me into adrenal fatigue. Like I'd go to Zumba class and then have to go to bed for five days. And then oh. I found bar, which I still like, it was really fun. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know how to modify the things that were going on because the sweet lady that taught the bar class was actually like a ballerina. So they have the weird hip thrust posture thing. Yes. And I was like, yes. this doesn't feel good. Or like, I can't mm -hmm. do that. So having, not knowing how to modify was a thing. And then I very quickly realized that it was taking me an hour between the drive on both ends out of my day to get to, and I was like, this is just not sustainable long-term because that hour that I have, I really need for anything else in my day. Right. <laughs> anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so, so true. Yeah, that's my big and challenges that I've kind I can of spend that time with. in other ways. Yeah. I could take a nap if I wanted to. Wait, you're back. Lost oh, you for just a second there. So, um, yeah, those are such common challenges. Um, like getting to a gym, getting to a gym with four kids, the time it takes to get to a gym, knowing where to start, um, workouts that leave you exhausted instead of energized. And adrenal fatigue um, is so common after childbirth and trauma. Um, and it's often not addressed. It's, it's like it's condition and it affects a lot of people and we're learning to look into it. Um, starting with something that's now called, um, red S used to be known as the female athlete triad, um, where, you know, there was disruptions in the period and in energy level problems and loss of the cycle. And, um, it usually happened only in like extreme female athletes. Well, now they've broadened it and they call it relative energy deficiency syndrome. And, you know, so for people that exercise, but then they completely run out of energy and then that energy deficiency affects tons of other stuff up the chain in their body and down the chain. It can affect the periods. It'll affect moods. It'll affect their sleep patterns. Um, it affects their muscles, tons of things. Well, if that's not addressed and it's not caught early, then that can turn into ongoing chronic fatigue, adrenal fatigue, all kinds of stuff. Look yeah. at that cutie. Oh my goodness. Hi. So um, 
like we have a, a whole section of, of workouts that was developed um, just a few years ago because I had an assistant working for me at, at the time who deals with um, migraines and chronic fatigue. And she says, Beth, can we put together a list of the workouts I'm using on your site? Because I, you have some really great routines for people like me. And so we have what we call the spoonie section. Have you seen that section? I have. And I'm going to be totally honest with you is that when somebody first mentioned that to me, I was like, absolutely not. I don't need a <laughs> section for people that can't function during the day. Right. More, more right. mindset stuff to work on. Um, mm -hmm. uh, right. That stigma and that thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I have done like a few. I think even you were like a five minute the restful something morning or something yeah routine. the five minute resting routine yes mm -hmm. oh my goodness when i was sick and i had been in bed for so long like that was such a lifesaver because like i wanted to move and my body was like we've got to get out of this lying on our back in the bed position um so i finally had to get over my pride in myself and embrace the spoonie section <laughs> while i was recovering from not feeling well but um yeah yeah ah uh, pride Let's talk about that for a second, actually. I think that that's like, like in faith circles, it's got such a nasty ring. And in secular circles, it's like, oh, you should, you're proud of yourself. It's a good thing. And then in the fitness world, though, it can have an entirely different connotation. Like, um, especially if like you really identified with your physique and yeah. your athleticism, and then that's taken away from you. Um or, you know, just the label in general. Like you said, oh, I don't want to be a spoonie. And for those of you listening, a spoonie um, is a term that was coined by, oh, I forget her name. Well, you can Google fit to be spoonie, S-P-O-O-N-I-E, and you can find those workouts. Um, this lady, I'm so sorry. I forget her name. Um, she is like, if you have the, if you have 10 spoons, a regular person will take all day using those 10 spoons. They might use one spoon getting up, getting dressed, eating breakfast, you know, doing the basic morning things. A spoonie will go through eight spoons, just getting out of bed, getting dressed, brushing their teeth as a spoon, going to the bathroom as a spoon, walking to the breakfast table and eating the breakfast as a spoon. So you, you know, by nine o'clock in the morning, you're, you're, you're done. Um, and it's important to acknowledge that. And then to have ways to still move because our bodies need movement. But like you said, just doing a Zumba class, you'd be in bed for five days. Now, it's not because you're sore either, right, Latoya? No, I just like, I could not function. Can you tell us actually a little bit more about like, just what that means? Like as somebody with adrenal fatigue, I feel like it's kind of this nebula, like, oh, you're just tired. But right. what does that so, actually look like? There's a difference between I'm tired, right? And maybe I need a nap. And for me, like, I literally can't get, like, I can't function. Like I wake up and I'm like, I don't even have the energy to open my eyes and be awake, mm -hmm. much less mm -hmm. get out of bed or parent or yeah. eat or work or, or anything. And there's like, you know, the brain fog and all the things it's just, you know, feeling like I ran a marathon and all I did was wake up. Yeah. And not being able to get like no amount of naps or rest can get me out of that. So it's just, it's frustrating because um, yeah. you have responsibilities and you have to do things. Um, and, you know, as moms, we will find the energy that does not exist to take care of our people. Um, but yeah, it's just really hard. 
So what have you done to, to address that that's helped you? Yeah. So I, it's been a lot of trial and error. Um, I mentioned that like the weightlifting um, videos are my favorite, but I realized like I can't do a 40 minute thing like that more than once a week without being tired. And I've got to have a lot of rest around that one day um, if I'm going to do that. So I have learned the gift of short workouts. So I started off with 10 um, and then I'm into 15 and now I can pretty much get through like a 20 minute something without needing the bed for a week. Um, and so I just break things up. So instead of trying to do like a full 45 minute full body strength session eight times a week, you know, I'll do legs on one day and arms one day and then take two weeks where, or two days where I'm not lifting weights. And then I can do a little bit of a longer one and then have a couple days after that um, where I'm doing lighter things, walking or just stretching or foam rolling or, you know, yeah. something easy that's not super taxing and sometimes nothing sometimes i have to say latoya today you're going to do nothing because you just don't have enough energy to do anything yeah and and we all know you're not doing nothing we all know you're chasing after those boys yes and and feed and feeding that baby that's yes. so awesome by the way right um so she's right now she's feeding her little guy love it um so you know we are so hard on ourselves as as moms, <clears throat> I know for me every day, I wish I could shut this off, but I can't every day I get into bed at night and I'm like, did I do enough? Right. Like I always hear that. Yeah. We don't remember <clears throat> what we did do. It's the, all the stuff that we didn't do or the things that we think mm -hmm. we should be doing that plays in our mind instead of look at what I actually did today. Yeah. And I was told one time um, by my lactation consultant, after I had my son, I was really struggling. And she's like, okay, but the fact that you asked yourself that, that means you're a good mom. Because the moms that the moms that are not good moms are not even asking themselves that. <laughs> um, but it can it can quickly become a, a bad and a negative loop where we get we're too hard on ourselves. And like you just said, we don't recognize all the ways that we are showing up for our kids and for our homes. And um, like you said, when there is a problem with our bodies. So this is not just a mental thing. This is an actual issue with the adrenal glands. The ad adrenal glands have been so taxed for so long through trauma, um, a horrific incidents, um, ongoing chronic stuff with the body. So your adrenal glands are just like, we give up, we can't do this anymore. And they have to be rebuilt. They have to be jump-started, but it's not like an overnight thing. It's, it's, they need to be nourished with certain things. They need rest. They need time. And when you're a busy mom, gosh, that, that is really hard to pull off. Um, if you're somebody listening and you, you feel like, wow, this is me. This is me. Um, we, I guess we just want to give you some hope that look at Latoya. I mean, now she's up to lifting weights for 20 minutes a week and she's got this sorted out and she's almost offering an interesting formula. That's so beautiful. Like she started with five minutes and then she did that for a while and then built up and then added a little bit more. And when she is tired, she gives herself that time to rest because I'm sure if you don't, it just gets worse, doesn't it? Right. It's like, well, if I push myself, <laughs> like what's the end result of that? It, it never, like there's a difference between let me challenge myself, right? Like, can I maybe do two more minutes? Can I maybe pick up 10 pounds instead of eight pounds? 
um, and let me push through for 45 minutes when my body is clearly telling me that I need to sit down. Um, right. It causes, it's worse if I do that and I can't function for five weeks than to just say, I'm going to break things up and chunk things up. And even just like day by day. So like if I wake up, if I didn't get a good night's sleep, like telling myself, I know this is your day that you wanted to do a little bit of a longer workout, but you didn't sleep enough last night. So take it easy and either skip yeah. that longer workout this week or just do as much as you can. And then when you hit your backstop, like just day by day, paying attention to my body and what it's telling me um, and being okay with modifying things, um, taking a break, <laughs> like all the mm -hmm. things that Beth tells you to do in the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I do talk about that. Right. Like, yeah, because, you know, things. Beth has to actually do that stuff too. I don't have adrenal fatigue. Um, but unlike my 18 year old self who could teach 14 high intensity fitness classes a week and feel fine and lived on Burger King and burritos, um, you know, then I had a couple kids and, you know, I had some injuries that were all traced back to overusing my body back then. Um, and <laughs> So, you know, my body just doesn't appreciate that anymore. So th this last weekend I did the rugged maniac race. It was three miles of obstacles and crawling under barbed wire through mud and climbing over chain link fences and uh, just craziness, uh, swinging on ropes. And physically I got through it, but I already knew going into it <clears throat> for the next couple of days I needed to, to do less things, not nothing but just less. So the following day I went for a one mile walk, just chill pace. And I stretched a lot and I got on my rebounder, my little trampoline for a few minutes and just did some gentle bouncing and got a fabulous idea for a, <laughs> the next rebounding routine. I was like, Hey, this is great. Um, and then the day after that, I also did not do a lot. Um, I did a very light, um, weightlifting routine. Like all my lightweights took it slow, just chill. Right. So it's, I think people out there have a, a weird conception sometimes, not always, that fitness is supposed to be the same every day. Yeah. And it's, it's actually not. Yeah. Even in, one, a, I say, or like, if you're not dying, then you didn't do enough. If you're not like <gasps> after everything, yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, you're supposed to go all out every day that you're always supposed to do always every day, 30 minutes or always every day, an hour. And there's this regiment and there's seasons, there's seasons of my life where I have done that. Um, I'm heading into race walking season. So there's going to be some longer training sessions, but I don't throw those in with everything else. I take out other pieces. If I put a big rock into my jar, I take out a couple other big rocks. Yeah. It ha I have to, or I would, I would fall apart. Um, and you know, I've, I've personal trains, big weightlifters, and I don't have them doing the same workout week out, week out. I have them changing a lot. We have, we go through what we call periodic training. So we'll work on building the muscles for six to eight weeks. Um, and they have rest days in between their workouts. And then we'll shift for the next six or eight weeks to toning the muscles totally different strategies. And then we'll do active rest for a couple weeks where they're not lifting at all. And they'll be doing just like gentle cardio to recover and let their muscles chill. And then we reshock them 
going into another series. And that is what to our forum and talk about that and present lots of ways for people to do that. But let me tell you, overriding that mindset that I don't know where it comes from. Like, is it social media? Is it, is it from when we were kids and we went to PE class every single day and they were always making us do the same things? Like where on earth did we get the idea? Yeah. I think sometimes we just, we fill in the blanks of what we think people are doing because we don't Mm -hmm. actually know what they're doing too. I think you're right. Cause all we see is people's best on like social media. We see these awesome presentations. I really try to be vulnerable. It doesn't, it doesn't get as many views, (laughs) but I'm like, here I am in my pajamas doing some lousy version of this thing. I'm practicing. That's all right. And here's what, here's what it really is. You do it in the videos too. I can't remember which one I was doing recently, but like you were doing the circular punches things and you're like, I'm going to put my weights down and just use my body weight. (laughs) This is hard. I was like, yes, it was an orange one. I don't know which one it was though. It was, it was orange over under. And I had practiced that routine. You know, we filmed it. I had practiced it in chunks. That's the other thing I really want to make sure people understand. I don't practice the routines all at once from the very beginning. I come up with them in pieces. So I even work toward doing the full routine myself. By the time we film it as a full complete routine, I have practiced it in pieces and then in larger pieces. And then I go through it once kind of slowly, maybe twice, then we film it. So I end up like total practice time is several hours behind each routine, if not more than that. Um, but so if you feel like you have to pause a workout uh, hello. That's, I mean, I essentially was also chunking up the workout. So I went to do that routine and I was like, but of course I'd also filmed a couple other things that morning. <laughs> so my arms were dead. It's orange over under orange over under is all about going over the top and, and down low. So you're like putting the weight underneath your knees, you're going around your body and it will smoke your arms. Yes. Like I, like she said, I had, I had to put them down. <laughs> yes. And I appreciated that. I was like, oh, like, I love that I'm doing it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm dying. And Beth is like, I'm dying. I'm putting the weights down. I'm like, dude, yes. <laughs> Be like, yes. <laughs> no more weight. No more weight. Yeah. And then we just filmed along the same thread that I call it chunky five by five fitness. Because of all this talk we've had in our form lately about chunking things apart. So it's five exercises and then a pause and then five more exercises and then a pause and there's five sets of those. And I also designed them so that there's two kind of cardio ish sets and two weight sets and then a stretching set. So you could technically do them all in a day, but you could also do one a day and get five to 10 ish minutes of motion per set. So for people who are dealing with adrenal fatigue, Um, and and people that just only have a tiny bit of time, but want to still feel like they've put something together the whole week. Yeah. You could do that chunk. And then the next day you'll be doing something totally different and you'll still get rests in between. So I'm excited to see what people think and maybe do some more of those if they like them. Yeah. I like that. That's it's like the Tabata thing that we like is like, I could totally, you know, go get water and sit down and catch my breath for the fifth and sixth round and then come back for seven and eight without right? feeling like I didn't do anything. So yeah, that's right. awesome. Yeah. So LaToya, as I mentioned earlier, um, you contributed a lesson on 
on just our spiritual fitness and our spiritual well-being to the proactive perimenopause course. Um, what would you like? How do you see as somebody who has published a book? By the way, what's the name of your book? Come to the well. I love that. And you also have a prayer journal that I really love. It's called Women Finding God. And like, what's great about it is that if you are somebody who wants to improve your prayer life, it's a beautiful journal that's very open-ended. I feel like people from any faith background almost could, could do this because it's just all these blank pages, but there's little kind of guide notes. It's like, here's, and it's broken down into different months. So if you got it at the start of a year, like you can kind of write down what you're praying about in each month and there's different categories. So it kind of nudges you of what to pray about. Um, and I've been doing it. I, I, I missed the month of month of May. Okay. I like, I went back, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, did I not even pray in May? No pray in May. What happened? <laughs> you're resting. You're resting. I don't know. Like, well, I know I was, but just not in the journal. Um, but like, you can totally look back and see where those answered prayers are. But like, what would you say? Like, like, what do you see as the connection between our spiritual wellness and our physical wellness? Oh, so this is funny because I was thinking about this the other day. Um, like I said, like I had a lot of mindset things and I, my personality is all or nothing. Like I'm either going to do it all and be perfect or I'm a failure. Everybody, everybody listening, raise your hand. If you can relate, everybody just, just, we can't see you, but we know you're there. Just, right. just raise your hand. Right. Testify. So we have that mentality. And the thing that actually helped me figure out how I can be consistent with fitness was that I was talking with a friend and she was struggling to do all the things she wanted to do faith-wise. And I was like, well, who said you had to do all of that at once? Like, why don't you do a little bit of that on this day and a little bit of that on this day and a little bit of that on this day? And I went, oh. You're preaching to yourself there. You're preaching to right. yourself. I was like, oh, <laughs> like I should totally apply that to my fitness thing, right? Like just because I may want to study my Bible for two hours every single day, doesn't mean that I can do that with my current season of life. Hmm. But I can do 10 or 15 minutes a day. Yeah. And then like, who knows in a couple of weeks, maybe I'll have a little bit more. And it's the same thing with your fitness. Like, you know where you want to get, but I think we get so focused on what we think we have to do to get there that we just miss the obvious, which is just do a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, oh, it's this African proverb. What is it? A little by little, a little becomes a lot. And I love that mm. because it's so true. Like I started it, yeah, little, little becomes a lot. Becomes like a lot. I started in January doing the five minute routines and it's July and I can go for 20 minutes now. And I've gone from two pound Yay. weights, you know, to eight pound weights without that. It's like, okay. So that's a huge. Bit, a little bit at a time. That's a four hundred percent. That's a four hundred percent improvement all around, from five to twenty, from two to eight. Right? Yeah. I think that's the right math. I'm I'm not a I really stink at that part of it, but that sounds like four hundred percent. Right. It's, it's like big. That's progress. a big improvement. Right. I'm making progress. Yes. Right. That's I'm awesome. I'm doing more challenging workouts. You know I look forward to exercising. I can do a workout without having to have the video on because I know the form and I know the moves and I know what's like all of these little That's things cool. from just a little bit here and there. And so I think that applies like any area of your life is mm -hmm. just like stop trying to be all or nothing and just find the one thing that you can do and do that 
and like work on that and progress in that and then add on something when you have more time and you have more ability. Um, it just that's works a good better word. that way, right? It works better that way. Yeah, it does. And you know what? That's where the grace comes in. Yeah. Grace on ourselves because we're not supposed to do everything at once. Um, all of us have multiple talents and abilities. If I tried to do all of them at once, it would look really weird. It would look like lifting weights and singing and paddle boarding and <laughs> all at the same time. And when you put it, when we put it like that, it, it becomes clear, like there's seasons when we do certain things and, and that is actually how it's meant to be. Yep. I was like, and yeah. listen to Beth when she tells you to like, take a break or <laughs> put down the weight or go yeah. for the ooh and not the, or go for the ah, not the, how do you say it? The ooh, not the Go ah. for the ooh and not like, the ow. Ow, right. Like it doesn't, it's not, you're not supposed to be in pain. Like listen to those little coaching cues. They apply to all areas of life. Yes. Yes. And and I am also in this practicing what I preach. Uh, like Latoya mentioned earlier, preaching to herself like, oh, wait, I don't have to do the whole thing at once. Um, and I'd love to think that, you, you know, you said you've done the weightlifting 101 and 201. Those are designed um, not just to help people lift weights at home, but also to empower you to know what to do when you do go back to a gym. So like, I'd love to think that now, I don't know, am I right? Like you could maybe walk back into that gym at this point and like, okay, those are the dumbbells. Those are some kettlebells. I know what to do. With yeah, those. Like, I would know what to do. I wouldn't feel, I might still be overwhelmed by all like the machines, but I just wouldn't go to the right? other side. I just go to the other side with the stuff that I know how to do. And, and I feel like I'd be like good to go. Yeah. I love, I love knowing that. Cause that is, that's my heart. Like, um, I'm a, I'm a gym junkie myself. I mean, if I had a good gym near me, um, the ones in my town are weird <laughs> and I get PTSD when I watch the trainers hurt people. Oh, so no. I'm like, I can't, I got kicked out because <laughs> this one trainer kept like, I could see the diastases bulging on this woman. And I'm like, Hey, well, uh, Hey. And he's like, well, you're a trainer. You don't work here. And I was like, okay, but. And he's like, ma'am, you need to just step aside. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but, but. So I can't, I can't go to gyms right now because I cannot keep my mouth shut. It's funny. Um, well, I've kind of realized, I don't know that I will ever go to a gym because I have, like, I have to go to the gym to exercise. And I've realized, yeah, no, I don't. Like, I can, yeah, I can have all my stuff right here. I don't feel the yep. need to go to a gym. Yeah, you can do this at home. And I am, I am proof of that. And so are all of our members. <laughs> slash users. Well, Latoya, it's been great to talk with you. You dropped a lot of truth bombs, a lot of awesome wisdom. And I just want to thank you for coming on the show and being vulnerable and sharing your story. And I really hope that people listening got a lot out of it and just had a sense of hope. And like, if you can do it, so can they. Definitely. Thank you for your time. It's Thanks been awesome. for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs>